0: Adam Cravens and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance Suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers Promise These film nerds know their stuff.
1: Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm
0: Adam Cravens.
1: And I have a feeling you're going to tell me a story that does not star Claude Rains.
0: I'm not even certain who that is. Claude Rains? Wait the original. Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I've I, I I haven't seen a lot of the classic, Universal. All right. Like I I know Boris Karloff. Like
1: he was the shorter, more attractive one, which is why they cast him as the Invisible Man. He he was the the French police officer in Casablanca. The beautiful friendship was formed with him.
0: Wait a minute. So he's beautiful and he was invisible, right? Do Do you remember who played like the invisible character in Deadpool Two?
1: Somebody beautiful, Brad
0: Pitt. Apparently, it's a it's a big thing to cast beautiful people and then make them invisible.
1: Brad Pitt was invisible in Deadpool.
0: The the character that I
1: simply don't recall it.
0: Well, you can see him for about a split second, like whenever he gets electro- electrocuted and killed. It's it's whenever like he loses his entire team. Oh. And then, like, when when the one that flies into the power line, Mm -hmm. like, if you'll, like, you can pause it, it, it's Brad Pitt.
1: Claude Rains was the guy that they got when James Mason wasn't available. Okay, there you go. All
0: right, all right.
1: And we, Adam and I are really just trying, trying, trying to make as many obscure references as possible per podcast. Because I feel we have not been making enough obscure references.
0: No, no, we uh, we actually that's all we do. We we go off on tangents, make obscure references, and occasionally talk about film.
1: However, Claude Rains did star in the film um, *Invisible Man*, which, until this one, I would say it's your, it's the story from the book. This is not that.
0: No, no, not re- ba- it takes your your essentially just your basic premise of. A man who can turn invisible, and mm-hmm. that's that's really all it takes. Like from the the story, like in as much as like Eddie Murphy's Doctor Doolittle really had almost nothing to do with the Rex Harrison Doctor Doolittle.
1: I thought you were gonna say you the Iron Man Doctor Doolittle. No, no, I don't,
0: I, <laughs> I've 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 banished that from my mind. It just it makes me angry every time I talk about it. <laughs> So for all intents and purposes, there is no Robert Downey Jr., Dr. Doolittle. I I think I would legitimately rather watch the straight-to-video threequel that they did that didn't feature Eddie Murphy.
1: Yeah, I think I've seen that. Anyway, um, so this stars (laughs) What's-Your-Face-From-The-Place-With-The-Red-Hats-And-The-Coats. You know the Scientologists and the Handmaidens. Handmaidens Tale. Her. Okay, there you go. I was, I was like, you've, you have completely,
0: absolutely lost me. The, uh, she also played the daughter on uh, West Wing. Um, she played Peggy in uh, Mad Men. Like, she's actually for as young as she is, she's actually quite an accomplished actress.
1: Well, now I want to know how young she is because I was noticing she's, she's, she's Jodie Fostered up. I say that after having seen Nell, and she's really committed to the ugly cry, and <laughs>
0: that's, we need we need we need to just put this review to bed. It's not going to get better. She's really committed to the ugly cry.
1: Which, if Mr. Sandler,
0: that's 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 the second. That's my second favorite thing I've heard tonight. Oh my goodness!
1: If Mr. Sandler were to cast us in a film, and the the crux of the matter was, Jane, I need you to ugly cry. And I'm gonna say, <laughs> how many people are gonna see this film? How large will my face be
0: whenever to ugly cry?
1: <laughs> Not that I can't <laughs> ugly cry, but just how many people are gonna see this? I mean, which which
0: intensity do you need this placed on? Is yes. this a four? I mean, are you is this or is this like a ten? Like this is a
1: Are we talking uh, a she was married to Fred Armisen? I, I didn't know that. She was? Wow, she's not now. Huh. I, who knew? <laughs> anyway, uh, the, uh, anyway, from the trailer, my youngest, Jenna, very much wants to see it because he's invisible and oh, it looks creepy.
0: I, I will say it is that. Like, um, Bloomhouse, who is the one that produced this Blumhower? movie. Blumhouse? Bloomhouse,
1: not Bloomhauer.
0: No, not not No, okay, not, 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 not um, All right. Um, basically, what they do is they will, I think, buy up the rights to older films, or they will find ones that like the license is lapsed on, um, and then they'll make them for really, really cheap. And this so this is,
1: was supposed to be like the, the other Invisible Man. Like, what do you mean? You know, as in they bought the rights to that story. I think
0: they, with the title and, like, premise, I'm going to go ahead and put out there that they almost had to have. Like, pay some kind of licensing fee. I don't know that conclusively, but using the name The Invisible Man, I would assume, like, you would have to pay someone for the the, the ability to call it that. All right. But uh, I I believe it was shot for somewhere around, like, seven to eight million dollars. It opened to $29 million, and that's just opening weekend. And I think they did about as well overseas. So this thing is already made like You're right. It is a
1: contemporary adaptation of the H.G. Wells story.
0: So, and like I said, it has very little to do with the H.G. Wells story. But without Claude Rains. Yes, yes. It
1: just dawned on me, Claude Rains. Do you really have to cast the Invisible Man? You just have to cast his voice if you if you really want to be a jerk about it, and you're the director. <laughs> we don't need you to star in it. We just need your voice. That's, so, that's really all we need. So we're gonna undercut your pay. Pretend you work on The Simpsons.
0: This this sounds like something they would have got Marlon Brando to do like, <laughs> in his latter years when he's just like, do I have to show up? And they're like, you're yep. the you're the Invisible Man, Brando. You can do whatever you want. And he's like, well, do I have to talk? And they're like. Yeah, you have to do something. You, you, you have to do something. You
1: can't mime it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna play it silent. Oh my goodness, you're just you're difficult even when you're not being <laughs> when you're not being filmed, Marlon. I...
1: So now I'm gonna have to reread the Invisible Man because I don't remember anything at all about any of this except the Invisible Man was invisible and he smoked a lot because if he didn't smoke a lot or wrap himself in toilet paper, you couldn't then you see couldn't him. You couldn't see him. Yeah. And if he didn't have the Blues Brothers sunglasses, you'd have no idea.
0: That's... He took the glasses from the yes, Blues Brothers through time while they were incarcerated. Yes, <laughs> that's how I remember. That's it. absolutely a film I watched. <laughs> I do, how
1: the How the awesome. Invisible
0: Man takes the Blues Brothers sunglasses. <laughs> ah,
1: doop, 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 doop. Okay, so so man, <laughs> a biscuit. so um, so she's got this boyfriend. So I guess we get five minutes of happy boyfriend girlfriend nonsense. Like, oh, we're so happy. Yeah.
0: Um it it goes sour pretty quick, okay, um and like most of your first like let's say twenty minutes mm-hmm. is about her like getting away from this like abusive relationship
1: in the flashbacks are they like walking along the beach and like he goes half invisible and then comes back do you have a any foreshadowing there it's just- not
0: he like he's not a mutant. Like oh. he didn't get oh. these powers when he was like 13. Oh. He's like a scientist of like optics and he's at the head of his field and so like, like, like he's wealthy, like stupid rich.
1: It's like the invisibility cloak. Kind kind
0: of. <laughs> but his father did not give it to him. Okay. Um right. like Dumbledore plays no part okay. in this movie. Um but like it's um optics. It's it's actually ca- kind of like really kind of tragic and dramatic. Like at one point, like he punches out like the windshield of the friend that has come to get her, uh, from this, like while invisible, no, he's not invisible oh. at this point. Um, like really it just like the invisibility plays no part in this. Like, so
1: do we, do we know why he's such a jerk? Is it just because he's rich and he can be probably
0: like, I don't think they,
1: they There's really no backstory. story.
0: Yeah. Like he's just, he's kind of a jerk. Um, like, He's revealed to be like a narcissist. He's abusive. Like he wants to isolate her. Mm-hmm. Like it. If you took out like the invisibility, like this could have been like its own like very dramatic kind of like really uncomfortable story. You just happen to have this science fiction element. Element he sounds
1: like Dudley Wudley, all grown up. Du- what Dudley Harry Potter? <laughs>
0: oh Dudley. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Keep up. I I would have I would have been fine <laughs> if you were, but. What is it you said? Dudley Dudley Woodley? Woodley? Yeah. Yeah. I don't meet none of me and my friends at our Harry Potter (laughs) viewing party ever referred to him as Dudley Wadley. Now. Now.
1: It'll change.
0: Dursley's like, yeah, I would have. Dudley
1: Wadley comes. And, you know, if he hadn't have thanked Harry at the end, which was pretty much cut out of the movie, but I read the book several times, then maybe he would have turned into this guy. Or not. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. (laughs) So he's just a jerk for jerk's sake.
0: Well, I mean, but he's, I mean, he's ridiculously wealthy, but he's very abusive. Like, apparently this is not the only relationship that he's been in. Um, his, go his with brother, me on this. Okay, so, sure. I don't I don't seem to have a choice, so yes, let's as go. As
1: if Bill Gates had the personality of Chris Brown.
0: Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's really
1: accurate. Isn't it, though? Yeah. But like...
0: To the point that, like, this guy is so stupid rich. I,
1: I just not going to see Bill Gates singing, that's, <laughs> rapping.
0: I would now. That, that's something else I'd pay. Speaking, sp- speaking of things I'd pay to see: <laughs> Invisible Man stealing the Blues Brothers sunglasses, and and Bill Gates rapping, <laughs> like, yes, like oh. I would. I'd absolutely watch. Both of those things.
1: You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what's in theaters and it's the Invisible Man. The
0: great thing about this film is that it really could go either way. Like, she is shown to be, like, kind of in a fragile mental state. And she she has been abused, and she's kind of paranoid. So a lot of people in this film don't believe – that there's an invisible man
1: they but think why not i that, mean it seems for real um you've been abused and now someone's after you and they're invisible paranoid much need some depressants
0: well it's it's revealed that uh towards i mean this is the beginning of the film you'll find out this very early on. i'm not you know spoiling anything for the end but uh, it's revealed to her after she's ran away from him and, like, she's basically trying to hide from him because she's like, I don't want him. He'll, you know, he'll have people, like, search for
1: me. Are you saying she wants to become invisible?
0: Almost, but only metaphorically. <laughs> um, he, he apparently dies of a suicide, and he has left her, like, a substantial sum of money. Like, Which would make her a target. Well, she, she, again, like... At first, at least, she's like, "Oh yeah, well, he's definitely dead." But then, like, she starts like, uh, like at one, she's she's in the kitchen and the the uh, fire starts. Like, she can't remember. Did she leave the burner on mm-hmm. that hot? Like,
1: it's stuff that you a little bit of gaslighting,
0: like like you really. And, and as the viewer, like you're sitting there going, Is this in her head? Is right. she imagining that this stuff is happening? Like, is is she projecting onto this so that she won't be blamed? Like, it really messes with your head as an as an audience member as well, because you're sitting there going, Well, is there an invisible man? Or is she just paranoid and she is so paranoid about it, she is she is convincing herself, mm-hmm. and we're just seeing this from her perspective. Like and it's not about like jump scares like it really plays itself like a horror movie but not in like the the Jason or Freddy like it's not like gory but it does try to get inside your head and you're not really certain if she's crazy or there is legitimately an invisible man because as everyone points out that she te- she's like listen it's it's my ex he's invisible now he he faked his suicide and he's trying, he's trying to get me, he's doing all this stuff. I didn't do it. And they're all just like, oh, right, your ex is invisible now. That, I mean, that, that, that seems doesn't legit. Doesn't that happen to all of us, really?
1: So are there a lot of scenes which, from an actor's standpoint, I could only assume are extremely hard to do without looking ridiculous, where she has to, you know, fight with herself and, like, throw herself into a wall? Because there's nobody she, there.
0: She is doing a, a lot of what okay. I'm sure that, like... like uh, we, we had talked about uh, Harrison Ford with the CGI dog mm-hmm. in uh, Call of the Wild. This... She had to be in a very similar situation because it's not like it was, you know, green screened in later. But, like, she is acting against herself mm-hmm. in a lot of these scenes. Like, either she's got to be paranoid because she thinks somebody's in there. Um, or literally when... When like you know like a sheet's being pulled or something like that, the other person is it, literally invisible. Like mm-hmm. you can't see them. So like it's not like she's got anybody to bounce off. Uh, like her performance of, and I mean she kind of owns this movie much in the same way that uh, Tom Hanks did in Castaway. Mm-hmm. Like I mean you know he had a volleyball that he could talk to,
1: and that wasn't invisible.
0: No, no. But 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 Wilson didn't say a lot either. They didn't no. even cast. They didn't even cast a good voice like for him. Like. Just speaking of movies I'd watch, <laughs> go, go, go back. And say, hey, Ian McKellen, what are you doing? We're going to uh, re release Castaway, and you're the voice of Wilson. And he's like, as long as the check cash is, I'm,
1: exactly. I'm, I'm in. So I get the feeling you liked it.
0: I did. And, like, it, it's kind of strange because I'm not a horror movie fan. But I think because it's almost more of a thriller suspense kind of psychological thrill, mm-hmm. it. it, it it has elements of a horror movie, but like I said, she is giving a genuinely like good performance in this. And again, she she's basically carrying the entire mo- like you've got supporting actors that will come in and out of it, but the bulk of the the heavy lifting, if you will, is on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And it's not exactly an easy role to put. Like she's she's having to be paranoid about it, but she also like has to make it believable because we have to think. Well, there there could be an invisible man.
1: At one point, does she convince one of her friends? Is she able to convince them that it's real?
0: I don't. I don't want to get uh, into the. Now she does get one of her friends to go to a lawyer, and he's like, "Listen, you need to quit disrespecting my friend." She told me she needed to come up here, and I'm going to tell you, if she said that, then it's a good reason. So you need to shut your mouth and listen to her. And then she starts going on about like her at her. Her ex, like, mm-hmm. faked invisible. his suicide yeah. so that he could be invisible, and like the look on his face is uh, delightful. Just kind of the, oh, <laughs> oh man, I uh, didn't uh, see that coming. I may have. Oh, over... wait, wait. He's in. Invi-
1: what? What? Invisible. <laughs> That's that seems implausible. Hmm. So now, having met my children, sure. Jenna really, really wants to see it. And my take on this was it was really more of a suspense film, not so much of a slice and dice. There's,
0: there's not a lot. I, I mean, there, there are some uh, like, you know, hitting, but like I said, it's not a, it's not a slasher movie in the way that mm-hmm. like, say uh, Halloween is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would not let my children see it, but mine are also younger um, than yours. But it's, if your if your kids are mature and you had <laughs> and to pick, they were mature, <laughs> well, if they were able to watch more mature subject matter is what I meant. Um, so,
1: if they really love watching Archer with their sainted mother,
0: I, if they can handle Archer, oh, they yeah. can they can probably handle this <laughs> Invisible Man. Um, like I said, it's it really plays more with your head, and if you the the first twenty. 30 minutes of it when it's just about like this girl that's been abused by like her ex. It really could have just been like this drama about like a a really tragic relationship Mm -hmm. that went like just violently south. But then, like like I said, there's this science fiction element that's thrown into it. But the performances are still very grounded, despite the fact that you have this fantastic element of, well, is this expert in you know, optics, is he actually invisible? At any
1: point, do they just toss a little homage to the film that I keep talking about? Maybe he, there's a cigarette floating in midair, or maybe she throws a sheet on him or something. Is there any? There,
0: there is a sheet Okay, that's so there's involved a sheet throw. In it, but okay.
1: I, I don't know
0: if it was so much homage or if it just happened to be what they did in that scene. If that makes sense. Like, there's a sheet, but, like, it's not like he has it over his head and, like, he looks like a ghost kind of thing. (laughs) Like, this film is not campy at all. Like, it's it's very dramatic and it takes its, like I said, fantastic. What is a fantastic premise? Mm -hmm. um, But it treats it very seriously and grounded. And, like, when this film gets kind of in your head, and when it gets scary, it is kind of scary because you're like, what would I be doing? Like in this, like, what? I mean, if, if I thought that my my ex was trying well, you to kill sprinkle me, sprinkle
1: the floor with flour so you can see their little invisible footprints, or
0: just get like get a t shirt cannon and put paint in it and just
1: yeah,
0: or a paintball gun. I guess you could do that. Why would you go the much more complicated route with what I said?
1: <laughs> don't
0: listen to me. I I obviously don't know.
1: But. At least you're planning ahead. Uh well, I
0: mean, it, yes. If it, it, if anybody if anybody I know ever seeks revenge on me and is invisible, I've got a plan.
1: <laughs> and if it is likely to happen to anyone in the world, it would be either one of us.
0: That would be. Or it, 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 at the bare minimum, we get a good podcast out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what happened to you this week? Well, <laughs> yeah, I somebody tried to murder me and they were invisible.
1: Ah, <sighs> good times. Anyway. Uh, so go see it. You liked it, and um, it actually looks interesting.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's a it's a shot There's no cats fr- from a thank goodness <laughs> shot for much cheaper. I think cats they said was around like it was a stupid sum of money. Like I want to say like eighty ninety million dollars. Wow, like a ridiculous. Like, could have went to research to cure like a disease that like affects children. It could have fed the hungry. Cat fever. Ian. It it could have done literally anything better than go to making the movie Cats. This so, film, on the other hand, is already in the green and making money. Just like what is it? The you have to make three times your budget. Mm-hmm. Seven million dollars. It made twenty nine million dollars domestically opening weekend. So, like, this thing is already like nearly no. It has. See now,
1: there is the rub. Can't get through this podcast without coronavirus. I had not really thought on a worldwide scale of what industries would be affected by this illness.
0: Throwing a whole bunch of people into a large room together.
1: And- yes. And how the premieres of many films, because usually you've got, you've got the, the U.S. market and then you've got the Asian market, and there are a lot of people who live there. And so glo- like a lot, a lot. Yeah, a lot. So globally, the impact for films can be very large. But let's say, perchance, um, The Fast and the Furious sure. only played domestically or Transformers only played domestically because they didn't want the people in Asia to go to the theaters because of what's happening with the a, coronavirus. A possible, yeah. Yeah. So the impact on what these movies could potentially make is severe.
0: And the dependence on the the foreign market yes. is what like okay, if if you don't know anything about film like a, a film like Transformers Basically, you make your budget back with what it makes in, like, the U.S. Like, let's say it's, you know, they, they shot it for $200 million, and it makes, you know, 250 over here. You're covered there. W- w- the reason why we can have films that are $200, $300 million is because of the foreign market. Because oftentimes they can either double what they made over here or for a film like Avengers or Titanic. Like, that's where you're just making, like, you know, 60, 70 percent of of your actual profit
1: and films like transformers, even though they are, eh, they're not dialogue centric. And so it's much easier and more accessible to people who do not speak English.
0: Right. Because I mean, cars, cars sploding, that, tr- that translates to yeah. every language. Like, I get to what's every, going on there. Now, like a, a film that's very like, uh, dependent on like verbal humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to say translate as well possibly over to you know France or or Asia or you know Japan like there's any number of countries that it's not going to play there, but like car explodeding mm-hmm. car explodes the same way everywhere,
1: and not to make light of the coronavirus at all, but the the impact on entertainment as just one segment of society is profound, and I forgot I heard someone say it, I was trying to say it on my show earlier today but as I read these headlines, I see scenes from I Am Legend and things like that. And it's just I see all these film clips in my head going, huh, this I is, wonder this if is this is how is one of the
0: apocalypse starts.
1: how it's going to start.
0: I mean, tr- truth be told, like World War Z, like mm-hmm. there's any number of films that this really is the way that – that it began. What was it? A outbreak. Mm-hmm. Well, it also, looks very similar to that.
1: And I find that disturbing slash annoying. Disturbing because, huh? I wonder. And annoying because that's where my mind goes, based on no facts whatsoever. My mind goes, well, what well, you know what happened here?
0: As as two people that have two separate podcasts about pop culture, television, movies, um, it really isn't that surprising that yeah, that's where our, not. our head goes. Like. I mean, I'm sure, like, as a doctor, if you, you know, drove by, like, a car accident, you're probably wondering, like, what the injuries, like, Mm -hmm. are like. So, I mean, that's just where their head goes. So, two people that literally talk about movies and have it recorded in, like, in a downloadable form on the internet, it's very believable that as soon as something happens, they'd be like, hey, it's like that movie. Matter of fact, we even reviewed that movie. Like, Mm -hmm. Or it, it, it seems like. It would be believable to me. doesn't seem out of the ordinary.
1: Yeah, okay. For half a second, I thought, should I be stockpiling? Because I know a hoarder. My my friends, well, he's not a ho. He is a hoarder, but not that kind of hoarder. I use the wrong word. He is, he's a birther, but he is a, he's two steps to the left of the Unabomber. In that he doesn't blow people up, but he likes to be able to know that he can survive off-grid.
0: And he's a little bit paranoid about...
1: I saw their crawl space once, and it was like a grocery store. And there were clipboards on everything as to the dates that everything was going to expire. I, It's how I imagine Dwight Schrute's basement looking like, and I think about that a lot.
0: You know, and, and this is... Primarily due to my diabetes. Um, synthetic insulin is not going to exist in the zombie apocalypse. So I really don't feel the need to over plan because very soon into the zombie apocalypse, I will die. Like I, I can't, I don't need to worry about going off grid or just being like, well, we can survive for five to 10 years doing that. Soon as the insulin's gone, I'm going to go shortly thereafter
1: so you're saying we could use you as bait in some fashion
0: i mean probably i mean i don't i don't want that to happen but one way or another i understand that as soon as we cannot produce synthetic insulin
1: i'm gone all right well that now i can way
0: way to bring this podcast i can
1: think differently you and my husband he doesn't need the (laughs) insulin yet but
0: huh if i mean push comes to shove yes Jim and I can be human targets okay. if we need
1: to. If you need to. Well, yeah. I hadn't brought that into the equation.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have two like, reasonably able-bodied.
1: I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> I was just going to say men. <laughs> 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 I, just, I,
0: got, I got two guys. All yeah, right. I just say that. Let's not throw on words like able-bodied. <laughs> Ridiculous.
1: Anyway, uh, what fun times, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. So next week, you're going to see what?
0: Uh, the Way Back. With uh, Ben Affleck,
1: and that is about.
0: I believe he coaches um, a team of some sort, and oh, it's it, a
1: sporty movie. And
0: he learns lessons about life.
1: Is Sandra Bullock in it?
0: I don't think so. I don't.
1: Is a way back a position he... on a team?
0: Um, I, I, I know I, there's a
1: quarterback. Is I, there a way
0: back? I think he's like depressed or something, and that's this is his way back.
1: Oh, it's not.
0: It's not like it's a time machine, and that's what he calls. it. So it's it. not a
1: documentary. I don't think so. Okay, because he does strike me as a little depressed.
0: He. Well, yeah. I mean, he's had some stuff. Hmm. I mean, I.
1: But so it's the way back.
0: I believe so. Yes.
1: Not the way back.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's completely different. Ben Affleck is not a time traveling
1: scientist.
0: <laughs> I. Do, well, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't. I don't know conclusively that that doesn't happen, but from the previews. I don't think that's what happens. Hmm.
1: He always looks so angry when he's out with sister, the ex-wife and kids, and it's probably he's always so angry because people are always taking his picture. I know that would irritate me.
0: And printing headlines about, yes, like, and just making ben, random stuff. Ben up. Affleck's an alcoholic. His wife left him, and wants half his. But like, I'm, I'm sure that like he's pro- probably a little upset. Yes, like enough so that he took himself off of the Batman movie. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I don't care how depressed or angry or or I what kind of medical like ailment like was affecting me. If Warner Brothers ever made me Batman, I would never let go of that.
1: <laughs>
0: I would I would play it 20, 30 years in. Like they would be writing stories about Adam needs to hang up the cow. They're like, <laughs> he is at least fifty pounds overweight. He's blonde. Like um he's not even trying anymore he's in a hover round um why is this guy still playing batman i'm just i'm letting you know you would not have me step you would have to fire me from that role
1: that that is interesting huh okay well uh go see the invisible man yes and uh we'll talk about ben affleck next week and maybe more uh zombie fun Maybe if you have a suggestion as how Adam could survive.
0: I mean, sure. Like, I don't want to be a human target. If, 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 like, there's a, like, an old, you know, like, recipe for making insulin from, you know, berries and twigs, I'd love to know it.
1: Okay. Well, you know where to send it. Yeah. And thanks for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen, And I'm
0: Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.